Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. I am Bill Allen, and this is my buddy Matt Gunter, and we are breaking barriers through communication. Yeah, welcome to the first Christmas episode of 2021. This feels really weird that it's already Christmas again. It feels like this year has just flown by, uh, but it's been a good one. So, Bill, what are some of your favorite gift opening traditions or, or what kind of gift opening traditions do you guys have in your family and extended family? Yeah. We talked about food traditions for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to talk about gifts, um, opening traditions. So got a couple of different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, in my house growing up, it was always, you know, first one to the tree starts ripping it apart. Um, you know, I think the tree got Tore up a few times. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I think, um, you know, we just uh, sit around the tree and kind of, uh, I think there's been a few times where it's been like, all right, three, two, one, go. And everybody mm-hmm. just starts tearing into all the gifts. It's a free for all. Uh, free for, yeah, absolutely a free for all. Um, now with Emily's family, and I really like this tradition. Sorry, mom. I really like that um, sometimes it'll take two or three hours to open up the gifts really? because we will sit around us in a circle and, We'll pass out all the gifts, and usually the kids will do it, and um, we will take turns, youngest to oldest, hmm. and everybody will open up one gift at a time, and we have an opportunity to say, you know, thank you, and, you know, this is from grandma, or this is from grandpa, or yeah. aunts or uncles, uh, um, yeah, and it's just really cool to get to see it, appreciate it, and move hmm. on to the next one. Yeah, and in our family, we've got a couple of different traditions as well, so... One of my favorites is the Saran Wrap ball game. So the night of Christmas, we tend to all come together, all of the adult kids and our spouses. And um, older brother has a couple of kids. Of course, they're there as well. But after the little ones go to sleep, the adults open their gifts. And we go one by one, kind of like you talked about. But after that's done, um, we uh, we jump into the Saran Wrap ball game. And it is a – it's usually about midnight at this point. And so everybody's <laughs> tired. You're delirious. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, if you haven't seen that, Google it, YouTube it. But basically, it's a saran wrap ball full of goodies, and you're just trying to get as much as you can. Um, it takes you about six hours to make it, but, you know, about <laughs> two 45 minutes. minutes to, yeah. Okay, two minutes, all right, to, to rip it apart. Yeah. It's it's fun. It's a lot of fun. I agree. It is a lot of fun. Um, and then the white elephant. We did that a few years with my grandparents um, and done them for Sunday school class, that kind of stuff. But but it's fun. There's all all kinds of different ways. Uh, to open gifts and you know Christmas over time has be really become about the gifts you know you, you think about you think about Christmas I, I always think about the Black Friday craziness uh, that comes with it or the Cyber Monday madness on you know Cyber Monday is bigger now than I remember the first time I heard that term in college I was like what is Cyber Monday and now mm-hmm. it's like Amazon there yeah. it is um, that's where Amazon gets even richer. That's what it is. Yeah, every Cyber Monday. <laughs> hey, uh, I love Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Two-day prime deliveries. Fantastic. That's right. Interestingly, though, uh, there are surveys out there that say that more than half of people would rather have cash or gift cards than an actual gift. And as crazy as we get about the gift giving and it's got to be the right thing and all of this, that, and the other, it's really become all about just the the commercial aspect of it. Just just give me what I want. You know, yeah. I, I I'll, I'll go pick it out myself even just just give me what I want and that's kind of taints you know what Christmas is supposed to be about yeah and some other surveys um, show that the money side of Christmas is actually the least favorite part there's 
a list that we found online that is the uh, top three responses from 2013, so a few years back now, mm-hmm. of the least liked aspects of Christmas. 33% of people didn't like the materialism and, and the commercialization. Uh, 22% said it was too expensive, and 10% said they don't like the crowded stores. So that means that 65% of people's least favorite aspect of Christmas has to do with the commercial side of Christmas. Yeah, and you know, if we if we don't like the commercial side of Christmas, why do we do it? I mean, we we we're, we're just shooting ourselves in the foot, right? Seems like it's almost expected. Yeah, it's you know sometimes we feel like we have to because we're we've got to give the perfect gift to our friends and families, and it's got to be the latest and greatest stuff. There's a little bit of a keeping up with the Joneses, like you have that some with you got to have a certain looking car or a certain thing in your house, you know, whatever. But it's kind of that way with Christmas gifts too, that we feel like we've got to give the best gift as well. And it's, it's a whole competition that doesn't need to be there. Yeah. It's, it's not personal anymore. I don't think in a lot of ways it's, um, you know, for a long time, actually, I didn't even really like telling people what I wanted for Christmas because I, Hmm. I, I was like, I, my thought was if you know me or if you know what I like, you know, uh, then you'll, it, how's it a surprise if you're just going to ask me what I want, then how is it, Hey, I thought of you when I saw this, right? So I'm going to get it for you. Um, I would rather have that than, Hey, what do you want for Christmas? Cause I have to get you a gift. Right. Right. <laughs> and it needs to be in this budget range. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I really like, um, when I can afford to do it, just, as I see stuff throughout the year, you mm-hmm. know what? I think so-and-so would like that. I think I'm going to buy that and, and give it to him at Christmas time or birthday yeah. or whatever is coming up first. Absolutely. Another thing is sometimes it feels easier to give a gift than it is to keep some sort of relationship and have the tough conversations that you need to have to keep that relationship. If we didn't do something like get together at Christmas and exchange gifts, um, there wouldn't be a relationship there at all. And we don't want that to happen. So we're going to show up at Christmas. I'm going to see you for about five minutes to give you a gift because that's the right thing to do. Um, so I want to add a story to that. You know, yeah. uh, I've got some acquaintances that have had some some family members in the past that have gotten together for for years, um, but they haven't. Um, they haven't. Once kind of the matriarch of the family passed away. It all just kind of stopped. Huh. And Christmas was really the only time they saw each other. Um, and then I don't I don't know that they talk very much at all anymore, huh. you know, throughout the years. So um, it's, it's interesting to me that in a lot of families, in a lot of relationships, you'll see somebody maybe at Christmas. Mm-hmm. My grandmother's brother used to stop by on her birthday and that was it. Hmm. He would, she would see him once a year and he lived 20 minutes down the road. She would see him once a year. And, uh, so you either see people typically at Christmas or you, or they come to your funeral. Uh, you know, um, I've, I always tell people if, if, if I didn't see you, um, when I was alive, why would I want you to come see me when I'm dead? Yeah. That's kind of an (laughs) odd thing. Yeah. So anyway, that took a dark turn, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I think relationships in today's world have really become about gift giving and um, it's, it's, it's money. It's mm-hmm. not about time spent together anymore. It's about 
getting the right gift. Right. And making sure you spend enough. Yeah. It doesn't right. seem like you're right. cheap. Like I spent 50 bucks on you, so I need something equivalent in return. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and something else is that sometimes the people receiving the gifts, depending on what kind of state they're in, what they've been going through in life and all that stuff, they see the gifts as some sort of charity or a fake show because it's just too much. And, you know, instead of focusing on the relationship and spending time together and talking about all the stuff that's been going on, everything is focused on the gift. And, well, so-and-so was able to give a really good gift this year because maybe they had a good year in the business or maybe they had uh, got a really nice Christmas bonus or whatever it may be. But what on the receiving end, it's like, oh, well, I'm not good enough because I wasn't able to do that. And, and it, it causes this tension. It's, mm-hmm. it, it, causes, uh, it causes friction that just doesn't need to be there because there's so much emphasis on the gift and the commercial side of it. There really is. Um, I sometimes even feel like if somebody gets me a nice, nice gift, um, I've got to match it. I've got to make sure that yeah. I'm spending just enough, just as much as they did, or, um, or whatever that perceived value might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's pride. That's pride yeah. getting in the way yeah. of of an actual relationship with somebody. Yeah, and I like that you said perceived value because it's it's not just how much you spent on it, but it's the oh my goodness, this was a really thoughtful gift. I've got to you know find the perfect thing now, and it's it's this is all nonsense. It doesn't need to be like that. It doesn't. No, not at all. Um, we we worry about what people are going to think about us, mm-hmm. so we either go all out and spend a whole ton of money <laughs> right. um, so that they will like us, mm-hmm. maybe, <laughs> or we feel ashamed. Because we can't get them a nice gift. Right. Uh, when I was, I think I was about 16, somewhere around there, um, our house had burned down. Mm-hmm. And, and we, didn't, we didn't have a whole lot uh, back then. And we had a, a preacher uh, that lived next door to us. I helped him out around the house uh, sometimes, around his house, uh, doing different things. Mm-hmm. And one year... It was it was before Christmas. He had called me over to to take a box from him, and um, it was full of toys, basketballs, and and just different different sports equipments and um, things like that. And and apparently, my mom knew it was coming, but I didn't. And I was like, "Oh, look what we got! Look what we got! We got all kinds of cool stuff, y'all!" <laughs> uh, talking to my my siblings and my cousins that were there. Yeah. And uh, my mom was like, "Shut up! That's Christmas." What are you doing? It's <laughs> like, oh, sorry, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Um, um, you know, and even then, uh, at sixteen, you know, pride, like, oh, okay, so we're getting this, we're getting this charity, yeah, uh, because we don't have anything. But um, uh, at the same time, you know, it was good that we got something. Sure, um, it was, you know, uh, I had a my sister's a lot younger than I am, so she was still little. Hmm. It was good that my parents were able to still do something for us. Yeah. Even through that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it, and it does it unfortunately because so much emphasis is on the gift. Even when you get good things, it can cause you to feel that way. Like, like there's like, there's some kind of charity case and, and there's some kind of like you couldn't do it on your own mm-hmm. and, and pride gets in the way of all that. And, and so it's really important that when we're giving gifts, 
that we do make sure it's coming from the right place. We can't control somebody else's reaction, how they receive it, but we can make sure that we're coming from the right place. Um, you know, make sure that it's wanting to love on somebody, uh, maybe even meet a need like in, like in that case, um, with your, with your sister being so young, you know, that's really, really important that Christmas happens. And so, sure. you know, that's, that's something that's, um, that's, that's cool that, that he was able to, to meet a need in that way. But, um, but make sure that's your motivation uh, make sure it's not a competition and you're not trying to make sure you have the best stuff or that you're giving away the best stuff. But, um, it's not about being, you know, making somebody a charity case or a big show, but have the mindset that Christ had. Um, in Matthew 25, 35 through 40, he talks about um, what it looks like to truly meet the need of others. Yeah, so I'm going to read that for you. It says, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and then take you in? Or without clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. That's the mindset, is whatever we do for um, the least of these, as he calls them, or, or for anybody, um, and that we're doing good for him. And, you know, one of my favorite, uh, traditions now is the Operation Christmas Child shoe boxes, which, um, as of this recording, we are currently getting ready to, to go pack ours. Um, Rachel and I, we've got a couple of them for this year. And, um, let me explain what that is for everybody yeah. real quick. So if you don't know what that is, the church, uh, and many churches across the country get together and um, Operation Christmas Child is an organization that puts together um, these printed, nice, nicely printed shoeboxes, mm-hmm. um, and, and they ship them to the churches empty. Um, then we as a church, uh, or individuals from the church, will get together and we'll pack these shoeboxes with uh, small trinkets and toys and, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe a, a small Bible, um, uh, some clothes, some socks, uh, mm-hmm. toothbrushes, things like that. And they get shipped all over the world to people who don't have uh, the money to be able to do Christmas. Right. Absolutely. And Samaritan's Purse does a great job of, of running that um, and and getting it where it needs to go. And it's so cool to think about that because, it, you know, we keep talking about taking the focus off commercialization. Like that, that for me is the is the perspective shift of, you know, this pair of socks and a deflated soccer ball. Um, and some crayons and stuff like that's going to be a kid's Christmas. And mm-hmm. that kid is going to be so stinging excited about getting that shoebox and opening it up. And with it is going to come an opportunity for somebody to share the gospel with that kid. Um, and we've seen videos of kids opening these boxes and they're ecstatic. They're, they're oh so excited. My gosh. Yeah. It's just crazy. They go nuts. Um, they, they love it. And so, what a it's just a cool way for me to shift that perspective and and to try to remember and granted i struggle with this every year right i all the stuff that we're talking about with commercialization and making it about the gift not like i i deal with that i'm you know but operation christmas child um is is a great is a great way to do what jesus is talking about of of doing something for the least of these you know people that couldn't do it otherwise giving them a chance to have have some christmas yeah 
we keep saying have Christmas or do Christmas uh, because that's what the that's what the world and that's what everybody thinks of it as is as gift giving and yeah. a celebration and getting together. You know, it's a um, it's an event um, today. So we need to kind of pull back on that um, because Christmas really shouldn't be about all of that. It shouldn't be about the gifts. It should be way more than the gifts. And it's, it is the time that we get to spend with friends and family. And this could be your biological family, your church family, friends, uh, or whoever else you care about. Yeah. Um, Christmas should be about spending time together and reconnecting and, and remembering just how blessed we are. We just talked about Thanksgiving and the blessings uh, that we have in that. Christmas is, it should continue over into Christmas, um, being thankful for everything that God blesses us with. Yeah, you know, and you may be in a situation where you're not really close to family, maybe geographically, you're not real close to family, you're not able to go be with them, or um, relationally, emotionally, whatever it may be. Um, If you're in that position, and you're looking for somebody to spend Christmas with, we strongly encourage you to go check out a local church, go get plugged in, go meet some people. Um, you know, being part of a church family, it gives you a whole new group of people that can truly become your family. I mean, there are people in our church that are closer with Rachel and I than some of our biological family. Um, I definitely see Bill way more often <laughs> than I see most of my, most of my family. You get those kind of close tight knit relationships and, and it's not, I don't say that as a replacement, um, you know, but, but if you're looking for family this Christmas, I, I encourage you to go check that out because there are churches out there that they'll, they'll love on you. They're going to help meet your needs, uh, that you may have, and they're going to be there for you as you go through life. And they're, they're going to be that family for you that you've been looking for. Um, an interesting statistic um, is that 83% of people actually look forward to spending time with family and friends, according to a survey in 2019. And that just points to if you don't have that family connection or if you're feeling estranged for some reason or whatever it may be, go find you some family of some sort. Yeah, go go to your church. Go go get plugged into that family. Go hang out with your family. Make it about spending time with them and their relationships because that's what it's really all about. That's that's what the Christmas season is really all about. Yeah, you know, Christmas, we're saying it's not about getting stuff or, or giving away the coolest and best things. Um, it should be all about family and friends and remembering how blessed we are, uh, like we just said. And if you can't give somebody this, uh, you know, the, the, a cool gift or anything, um, or if you can't get them a gift at all, um, there is no reason you should be ashamed at that. Mm-hmm. Um, there, like you said earlier, Matt, you can't control how other people react. Right. Um, and, and I love that question. You know, if, if there isn't a gift, is there a relationship? Right. Um, because the gifts shouldn't make the relationships. It should be, um, people should be able to love you for who you are, not what you can do for them. That's right. So um, we can always remember though, that we get the ultimate gift um, that God has given us. He gave us the best gift of all in that um, we have his son Jesus as our savior. Um, That's where we should be celebrating Christmas. Absolutely. No, that's that's why we should be celebrating Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I, I've heard the phrase a lot, put Christ back in Christmas. And 
because it's that's what we celebrate, right? That's what we're celebrating during the Christmas season is um, Christ coming, His birth, and and uh, yeah, ultimately that leads to our salvation. And so, um, our memory verse for this holiday season is John three sixteen. Says, "For God loved the world in this way, He gave us His one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life." That's the that's the good news of the gospel summed up right there. And it's the ultimate gift that God gave us his son um, so that we could have eternal life with him. It's the best Christmas gift we could ever get. That's where it all started in a manger in Bethlehem. And that's what this is all about. Yeah. So why don't I take a crack at it this time, Matt? Now it's time for the outside looking inside looking out. Woohoo, I did it. (laughs) Hey-o. So outside looking in. um, I've been on every... Almost every point in the timeline where gifts are concerned. I've been in spots where I've had nothing. Um, I've been in spots where I could bless somebody with a nice gift. Mm. But the one thing, giving gifts are great. I love giving gifts. I love seeing the smile on people's faces. Um, What I appreciate more, though, is the time I get to spend. Mm. Uh, The the conversation, the connection... um, and that's coming from somebody that used to be a huge introvert. Um, hmm. That's kind of shifted a little bit since I've gotten into the church and um, <laughs> seeing God's love. And, and, and um, that's my family and I, I think, if I'm, if I'm remembering right, um, from last year, we decided this year that we're going to do nothing but homemade gifts. And that's just so that we can combat the commercialism of it. Yeah. And I mean, I've I've got some very creative people in my family, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um, I'm kind of curious to see what comes out of that. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm I'm curious to see what I what what uh, Emily and I make out of that. But uh, um, you know, we we're on every part of the spectrum uh, in my family, hmm. and we I think we kind of realize that it, it shouldn't be about the gifts anyway. Yeah. Um, so we got that going for us, um, but. <laughs> There is this aspect of, you know, I've been told, uh, my uncle told me one year, he, he turned down my gifts because he couldn't get me anything. Huh. So he wouldn't accept it. Good and that caused a two-year rift between us. So don't make it about the gifts. Make it about the relationships. And don't let stupid gifts get in the way of them. That's right. That's right. From the inside looking out perspective, a couple of things. One is, as the church... You be mindful that there are going to be people out there who don't have as much, who aren't as blessed, and and look for opportunities to give. Um, doesn't have to be anything formal. Doesn't have to be anything crazy or extravagant. But just you know, see when you see somebody who's hurting, see somebody who maybe is spending Christmas alone, invite them in um, and and show them God's love from the onset um, and and approach them with that. And then just to kind of reiterate what Bill said, what we've been talking about is to make sure that this Christmas season, it's about Jesus first and his birth and and what that means for us. And it's about family. It's about relationships. It's about um, loving on the people around you and not about the gifts, not about the cool gizmos and gadgets. That's all fun. There's nothing wrong with it, but don't make it about that. That's a, that's a nice little, little side benefit there. Um, but yeah, just you know, be the church and go love on people and, uh, and have fun doing it. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Wrap, <laughs> you like that? Gifts, wrapping? <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, y'all be sure to come back next week. We're going to have some more 
fun Christmas episodes coming up as we lead up to Christmas, and uh, um, you know we're excited about this. This is, uh, I think, I think I can speak for both of us when I say this is our favorite time of year. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, and we want to uh, we want to share that uh, with you, um, a little bit of inside stuff with what goes on in our lives, and uh, hopefully we can redirect Christmas to where it should be. Absolutely. So if you uh, want to reach out to us, we'd love getting feedback and love hearing from you. Uh, shoot us an email at info at simplifyjesus.com. You can also find us all over social media at Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you have trouble finding any of that stuff, you can head to our website at www.simplifyjesus.com. So thanks again for listening, and we will see you next week. We'll be back.